I will be speaking to you this afternoon from Dale's favorite Bible verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. But first, will you pray with me? Father, thank you that you are the God of all comfort, that you comfort us in all of our afflictions, that your mercy endures forever. I pray that you would pour out your love, grace, and mercy upon us now as we remember Dale. Give us your peace, Father, a peace that surpasses all understanding and guards our hearts and minds in your Son, our Savior, Christ Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Dale Ward was a special man. I probably don't have to tell you that. And I'm going to say it again because it needs to be said. Dale Ward was a special man. He was a contagious man. People were attracted to him. Wherever Dale went, he left a lasting impression and usually left with a new friend. He was my friend. More than a friend. More like a second father. I am so thankful and privileged that God placed him in my life that I got to experience the award. Now, Dale and I gave each other a hard time. That's really surprising. He was really, really good at it. He taught me a lot about giving people a hard time. But it was all in fun. Many times he sat right back there in that back pew, or front pew as he would call it. That was a joke between him and Justin who was in the back and who was in the front of the church. Justin would say, Dale, why do you always sit in the back of the church? And he would say, Justin, where is the front door at? <laughs> he said, it's, it's right here beside me. I am in the front of the church, and you are in the back. Man, you don't even know what end of the church you're in. Anyway, if he was sitting down back there, and I would come walking by, church service or whatever was going on. He'd see me coming, and I'd see a smirk on his face. He'd say, man, sit down. Everybody's been seeing you. <laughs> Everybody knows you're here. Just quit prancing around. Or other times, he would, he would call me. We talked a lot. He would call me. I'd see his name come up on my phone. I'd say, Hello. It was not, how you doing, or what's happening? He would say, have you had your ass whipped today? <laughs> and I, I would say, nope. <laughs> and you couldn't do it if I was asleep. I said, Dale, he liked this. He said, Dale... I said, Dale, how would the community look upon me 
if I whipped an old man's ass. <laughs> then we'd laugh and just talk about our day or normal things or what was going on in his town. I said his town. Nellie Ford. You all know that he was the mayor of Nellie Ford, right? Not making sure. And if he needed anything or I needed anything, we'd figure out how we was going to get it done. You know, he would do that for anybody. He'd do it for anybody. That's why you're sitting here. You know the old saying that many of you know you hear around here. So and so, or he would give you the shirt off his back. Folks, that was Dale Ward. Dale Ward would give you the shirt off of his back. Dale Ward was not just a good man. He was a godly man. He was a new man. 2 Corinthians 5.17, his favorite verse. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Dale was in Christ. He was a new creation. His old life had passed away. Dale's heart was changed by Jesus. And you can see that in his life. Jesus changed his life. How did Jesus change his life, you ask? Dale repented of his sins and believed in Jesus' redeeming work on the cross. I would not be doing what Dale asked me to do today if I didn't tell you that Jesus can change your life also. This is what Dale would want for you. Dale would want for you to know and believe in Jesus. Jesus can save you just like he saved Dale. He can save your soul just like he saved Dale's soul. He can make you new. He can make you right with God. How do I know Jesus can save your soul? Because God's word tells us so. 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. It doesn't say if, it doesn't say maybe. It says so you may know that you have eternal life. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not if, not maybe. You will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth one confesses and is saved. They'll confess with his mouth. He believed in his heart and you could see the fruit of faith in his life. That's why I know right now that Dale is in the presence of God. Dale is alive and well in heaven. Well, there's no more pain or no more suffering for him. Yes, we grieve. We are human. Dale is not with us here in the flesh anymore. But know this. Believers in Christ do not grieve as others do who have no hope. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep 
that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. But since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Linda, his wife of 55 years, she grieves. That was her husband. They were life partners for 55 years. But she does not grieve with one as one with no hope. She knows Dale is with Jesus right now. And she is comforted by this promise of God. And you too can be comforted by this promise. Linda is probably responsible for leading him and I both to Christ. She challenged me probably 20 years ago to come to church. I came at first for the wrong reasons because I was challenged. But when I got here, I was infected with Christ. I was infected with Jesus. And here I stand today. She knew exactly what she was doing. Thank you. So if you're here today and you don't know Christ, I want you to know that nothing would please Dale more than to know that his death led to your life. That his funeral led to your faith in Christ. Dale would want you to put your hope in Christ today. First Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 7 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power being guarded through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice. Though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in the praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Dale had hope. Hope in his Savior, Jesus Christ, and in his inheritance that was kept in heaven for him. An inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. They don't want you to know that you can have the same inheritance that he has. When you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and his work on the cross for you. Dale was a walking testimony that Jesus can change your life when you put your faith in him. Dale wants you to experience God's grace. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God. Not a result of work so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Dale received this grace. He received this grace from God. He was saved by his faith in Jesus. He walked in the good works for which he was created. It is Dale's wish that you receive the same grace by putting your faith in Jesus. If you're here today and you don't have this grace through faith in Jesus, let this be the day that you change that. 
Come find me or Justin or Bruce. Any other pastor or elder here. Find someone after this service and get it right today. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. For we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling. If indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked, while we are still in this tent, we groan, being burdened, not that we would be unclothed, but we, that we, we would be further clothed, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us a spirit as a guarantee. So we are always of good courage. We know that while we're at home in the body, we're away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Baal has left his tired earthly tent, his body is before us. But he is alive in heaven. Baal Ward is not dead. He is with Jesus. And when Jesus returns, Baal's coming with him. And they will then put on his new body. A body fit for heaven. Baal is all good now. Psalms 116, verse 15. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Dale was welcomed home in the arms of his loving Savior. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Dale's favorite verse. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Dale was such a person, a man made new. Today, in honor of Dale, I invite you to be made new. Put your faith and trust in Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for Dale's life. Thank you for allowing him to be in our lives. We're so thankful that he is in your presence right now. Thank you for his testimony here on earth that was for his good and for your glory. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.